Hey guys, and welcome to Messy Minds. <laughs> How are you doing, Chelsea? Uh, I'm like, I'm feeling great, man. I'm feeling great. How are you, Brie? I'm, you know, you know. chilling, I guess chilling. you could say. I don't it's know. Like, I don't like... know how I am. Yeah? Yeah, and I'm just going to ride that wave. That's okay. Be like water. Go with the flow. Yeah. It Go is what it flow. is. We felt uh, we felt the need for a lighter topic, huh? Yeah, this, so this is kind of an impromptu episode, guys. We have exactly zero planning for this, so uh, bear with us. That's um, the fun part, I think. We were just hanging out on my couch tonight, and uh, I don't know. We were like, what if we could make the ideal man? What if we could make the ideal man? Like, yeah. Our versions, obviously, because, like, we were talking about this, how we're both very, very different people, and we both somehow ended up with the same man. (laughs) We somehow married... The same person. The same person. We somehow married men that have, like, the exact same issues. Aggressive tendencies, abusive tendencies, like, very similar trauma. Yeah, lots of anger, similar pasts. Similar reactions. Yeah. Like, and neither one of us would ever say, like, this person is our designated type, nor are we similar by nature either. No. Would you say that you have a type, though? Because I don't think I do. Exactly. Because when I look at the history of all the men I've dated, none of them... Have similar qualities. I literally say the exact same thing. Well, like, I have to say people, because I've dated both. But, like... None of the people I've dated have similar qualities. Right. Like, but I think that's, that's kind of what I did, what I wanted to undertake when I started dating again was I wanted to figure out, like, what my type was, honestly, what I truly like and don't like. And dating is 100% more self-discovery than anything. It's really figuring out, like, what you're willing to tolerate like what you're not willing to tolerate what standards you have for yourself as far as your self-respect goes and how people treat you and the kind of person that like not only you're able to live with but who you want to be yeah because there are going to be qualities that you encounter people that are admirable and then there's going to be deal breakers across the like across the line no problem but I really made that, like, my main mission, I think, when it came to dating. It wasn't like, I'm going to find my person again, or I'm going to try my damnedest to, but it was more like, I really want to see what I truly like and don't like in people because I haven't been able to narrow down an actual type. Right, because when you're a serial monogamist, like we have been, (laughs) you you just kind of go from relationship to relationship we both have had periods in our time where we were single though yeah both were very very young though yeah like both of our last single periods i think were seven years ago were they like something like that yeah yeah just about that mm -hmm. and before then we were 14 15 ew oh my god what's wrong with us Like, literally, we both have been single twice in our lives, and, like, both of us have been single at the same time, and now we're both single again. 
Oh, that's weird. I had never even thought about that. Yeah. That is weird. Yeah. Huh. Isn't that interesting? What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? You know, like that invisible red string of fate theory, just like, I think you're one of my, I think you're one of my soulmates. I truly do. Like, our paths will always cross and wind and bend and break, or bend and like, go every, every which way, but never break. Absolutely. I mean, just look, you've moved out of the state twice since I've known you. And, uh, I mean... Oh, we've been through the ringer. Yeah. I mean, I think the only time that we, like, weren't talking was after my wedding. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was more out of my guilt. Yeah. I think it just kind of was awkward for the both of us, the way that that situation went down. Which we'll get to that at some point. Yeah, we'll get to that. Well, well, that was a... (laughs) Our friendship's definitely been interesting. Oh, gosh. Never a dull moment. Never a dull moment with you. That's, I feel like that's why we can still, like, sit on your couch and talk for hours after 12 years and still not run out of shit to say to each other. Yes. Like. It's it's honestly amazing. Because I don't, I, like, those are very few and hard to find, re- like, relationships, let alone friendships that, like, withstand the test of time and trials and tribulations and everything. Well, and like I mentioned in the grief episode, I've been having, recently, I've been having a lot of uh, difficulty communicating with people, even people that I'm pretty close to, and there's really only, like, two or three people in the world at the moment that I feel comfortable having even a basic conversation with, and you're one of them, yay! Oh, thanks. No. So yeah, we wanted to we've talked we've talked about a lot of really heavy subjects. We're going through a lot of really heavy shit right now. Yeah, I mean this podcast sprang out of both of us. Yeah. Just completely we needed it. We changing needed our it. our lives, mm-hmm. you know. Um so it brings us to today, which I mean, we'll I'm guaranteeing we'll we'll find a way to tie this back into mental health. I'm sure we will, but even if we won't, this is our podcast, and I want to have a fun episode, guys. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you have a problem with it, stop listening. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, ideal man. So you've thought about this before. I haven't really yet. I have. I I have a whole, like, I'm a journal person. I have, like, five different journals for different things, and one of my journals is a manifestation journal. And I started it early on. And one of my first entries after, like, leaving my ex and starting fresh and, like, doing some meditation and introspection was, what do I actually want in my significant other, in my person? And I kind of sat there and I was staring at the page and I was like, I know what I don't want. You know what I mean? And I think it's, it's a weird place, but to start... It's not the most positive way to start necessarily, but it definitely like setting those boundaries like we've mentioned yeah. before. Like it's just like I know for sure I will never be able to be with somebody that raises their voice at me, insults me, calls me names. Like those are things right there that it's like those are deal breakers across the board. If your reaction does not match the situation, that's going to be an issue. Yeah. And Somebody who's not family-oriented. Ooh, that's a big one. For me, yeah. That's a big one, yeah. That was a huge point of contention 
that I didn't foresee being that much of an issue because I thought it was just a hurdle. I thought we would get over it. And it actually progressively got worse and came to a head and it really like, I got thrown into the middle of it a lot of times. Are you referencing issues with your family or with his family or with both? Actually with both. Okay. But like, I personally did not have like issues like one-on-one with his family. Right, because you don't have issues with anybody. I can't imagine anybody <laughs> not liking you. <laughs> Except for Matt. Matt didn't like you, but you know. <laughs> Matt was weird. Matt, Matt didn't like you because you're a good person and that made him uncomfortable. <laughs> Is that really what it was? No, what he actually told me was he didn't like you because, okay, so Chelsea is one of my best friends. My other best friend's name is Carolee. She's a wonderful human. I think I might oh, have I mentioned her this, once before. Which I think this is hilarious. Matt told me that he liked Carolee, but he didn't like you because at least Carolee knew she was stupid. You had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> or vice versa. I think no, it was hated, vice versa. He, yeah, That's what it was. That's he, what it was. He liked you, but he hated Carolee. That's what it was. He liked yeah. you because you knew you were stupid, but shh. She didn't. Yeah. Oh, what the f- Okay, yeah. anyway, moving and on. It's so he like, even liked you. And both both of us, like, are like... Both of you were... biochemistry, like, right, both, both very intelligent. Both of you were pre-med at the yeah. time? Like, yeah, okay. Like... Anyways, so I can't imagine anybody not liking you. That was my point. But anyway. <laughs> no, I actually, even... Even with the problematic members of his relatives, I really did. Like, I had great relationships with everybody. But exact opposite with him and my family. And you know my family beyond well. Oh, yeah. Beyond well. I love your family. Yeah, I, like, I love them so much. I can't get enough of my family. I think my parents are amazing. I really do. I think they're awesome. My dad has, like, popped in on an episode before and, like, threw threw down a dad joke. (laughs) It's like... Say hello, father. Hello, father. Like, I, oh, dad. <laughs> I will just say, I don't know anybody else in the world who would take some random teenager out for lunch because her boyfriend cheated on her. I'm sorry, your mom is an actual angel. Yeah, she is. And yeah, she is. And I will never forget that. And I appreciate it in every so way. much. Like, and I remember. Um, after I broke up with the boyfriend that I dated after that, after I broke up with Buff, I went to your house for your birthday party mm-hmm. and she brought me into the corner. She was like, it's okay. You deserve better. Anyway, like pep talk. Like I can't hand your mom's such an angel. She really is. <laughs> she really is. She's so good about that. And like, that's, but that's just my entire family. Like they're, there's a lot of them. So it, the numbers get overwhelming. I think at first it's just like a lot of loud energy, but like. You go to each individual person, they're so fucking cool. Like, they're so easygoing. They'll talk to you about anything. Like, they love to talk. <laughs> they just love to talk and eat and drink. Like, they're great. And they're always, like, good energy. But it was weird. Like, my ex did not do well around good energy. Probably because it made him uncomfortable. Yeah. He didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. So, like, that actually became my top two deal breakers was just, like, you have to be family-oriented and you, I can't be with an angry person. Like, I just, I can't do it. Like, I'm scared now. Like, legitimately, I'm traumatized. I think 
a lot like you. My biggest one is is the anger. Anger, yeah. I can't I can't be with anybody who's angry anymore. No. I can't. And not only because of what it did around me, like not only because of how he was angry and he reacted this way and that made me feel bad, but also because I absorb energies so easily and I was watching myself become a more angry person. Yeah, we were talking about empathic tendencies that we both have for sure. And that was one thing that you said, you absorb energy very quickly. And that we've talked about this before in so many words also, how you like, typically you start off things very even keel. Mm -hmm. And then like, as soon as there's a point of instigation, you take it. Right. And it's, I just, I latch on to whatever the energy is in front of me. And that's my reaction. And so I just, I personally... Not even because, yes, the, the the feelings that I get when I'm being yelled at are not great. They're not great feelings. But no, more not. importantly, I don't want to not recognize myself anymore. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not an angry person. Yeah. And I don't want to feel that way anymore, you know? So I, I can't ever date anybody who's, like, an angry person anymore. And I think past that I think my biggest thing would be I don't know you have to be emotionally intelligent yeah yikes yeah sorry guys (laughs) like you have to have done the shadow work right you have to be self-aware know know who you are and what you're feeling and please don't be afraid to say those things out loud. I, yeah. Like, I like, we're all works in progress. I think we all things that we're working on and we're healing from and everything. And like, I'm not always 100% in check. And that's, it's a constant, the thing is, it's a constant struggle. It's a constant battle. It's something you always have to work on. And it's a practice. Like, you are literally keeping your mindset in check because. You let your thoughts go wild, it will run you. Your thoughts can run you, and all your thoughts are not always your own. Your thoughts are your anxieties, preconceived notions, tendencies that you didn't think you had unconsciously. Like, you are not always in control of your thoughts, but you can be. And that's something that you constantly have to keep in check, especially if you have a mind that is working on a lot of different thoughts and trains of thought right but that emotional intelligence where you're able to like keep yourself in check be aware of what you still have to work on be aware of your bad habits mm-hmm. and and we we you and I had this conversation earlier also about just like being dealt a hand and taking the bad with the good but learning from it and recognizing that you need to be better than the bad circumstances right taking the initiative to to heal yourself from whatever it is exactly such an important thing and I think a lot of people 
want to just move past it and ignore it and pretend like nothing ever happened and they want to act like their personalities weren't formed by here's our tie-in to mental health like their personalities weren't formed by every experience that they've had you are the way that you are because of what you have gone through Mm -hmm. every single thing that you have done every single thing that has happened to you has created who you are and how you react to things and how you feel about things and and it's you have to recognize what it is that you're doing and why you have to know why you are doing what you're doing yep it's so important to know why that third eye has to be very open you have to be aware of your decisions and the reasons behind them emotional intelligence that's a good one that's a good one. <laughs> Adding that one on. <laughs> I feel like I wrote this down. I really did. I have a whole like entry on in my manifestation journal that I was talking about. And it's literally just mapping out my ideal person. It's literally, I went into it like even pretty physically. Like I was just like, you know what? Like ideally in this situation, like he'd be tall. <laughs> All right. So physically, what are you looking for other than tall? I I really, like, honestly, like, I don't mind, like, that, like, I'm 5'8", like, I'm not, like, short, I'm not tall, like, I'm right there above average for a female, so it's like, this will work, a couple inches taller than me. Remember when you were shorter than me? What the fuck? Yeah. You're an inch taller than me now? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were, did you not recognize that when I, when you were... You're always wearing heels. No, I'm flat right now. I always assume. I'm barefoot. I assume, I assume when, like, there's heels involved. When I went up to hug you, you were crying on my shoulder. <laughs> like, did you not recognize that? I'm barefoot right now. <laughs> you were crying on my Holy shoulder. Holy shit, you were like 5'2". Who, I, what woman grows in there? Never mind. Okay, we're getting off topic. What woman grows in their... <laughs> no, literally, I actually asked myself the same question. What woman grows in their 20s? Like Because, honestly, you were shorter than me. I was literally 5'3 for, like, I think the longest time. <laughs> I, I quit eating gluten and dairy, honestly. Oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. My cousin, when he got diagnosed with celiac and changed, he sprouted up, like, six inches over the summer. It's I crazy. quit eating gluten and dairy and literally just had her, like, a five and a half inch growth spurt like yeah literally like I was I was my mom's height for a really long time my mom's like five one yeah and then I was like a little bit taller than her for a minute yeah anyways I digress yeah so yeah tall ish like a couple inches taller than me don't 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 mind that I wear heels because that's yeah you just said it before (laughs) like I'm always in heels see I've dated I've dated a a couple of guys that are either my height or shorter than me. Mm -hmm. Eh. It's not. It's not. I don't wear heels, so it doesn't really matter. It's. It's like if you don't mind it, Kyle hated it. Oh, he hated it when I was taller than him. I couldn't wear certain shoes. (laughs) There was like I'm like well I'm pushing six feet. I'm like actually over six feet in some of my shoes. So it's like, I get it, but like, bro, you got to be comfortable in that. Like, it's okay. I thought you didn't mind the view. No, he freaking hated it. There were certain shoes I could not wear. For sure. Oh, yeah. He restricted you from shoes? From shoes. From shoes. From shoes. The number one love of my life. Yeah. I don't even understand how as a person 
you can say you're not allowed to wear those shoes anymore and think that that's like a sane thing to say out loud. <laughs> Literally. Like, I also feel like when you like somebody, like legitimately like somebody, they become more attractive to you. Yeah. Well, and that's my thing too, is I'm not really attracted to physical, like, I mean, obviously I'm attracted to physical appearance. Oh yeah, we all are. But when it comes to most of the time when I'm actually attracted to somebody, it's their personality. And I think that's why all of the people I've dated look so insanely different. Like, yes, if you were to put a lineup. Oh, literally, I talk about this all the time. If you were to line up all of my exes together, you'd be like, Chelsea, what the fuck? Yeah. Where is the common, where's the commonality? And it's like the commonality is me. Right. That's it. I like them. They were nice, I guess. Maybe. Some of them. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe some of them? I don't know. Maybe none of them are nice. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know. I've just never really... I mean, there was some ugly people in my past. Like, looking back now... Back then, I didn't think so. But looking back now, there was some ugly people in my past. I feel like we... There's just, like, there's a couple of people, like, I don't, I, like, I don't want to sit here and play, like, the shallow card and be, like, I was definitely, like, the better looking one or, like, that it was, like, they were unattractive or anything, but it's, like, I found something attractive in them. Were they supermodels? Probably not, but, like, I mean, hey. It is what it is. I like they them. All made me I wet, like them. So. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Woo! <laughs> Y'all have been drinking for a minute. Sorry. It's like midnight. <laughs> it's not. It's beyond midnight. This is why we did this topic. What time is it anyway? I think it's like 1 a.m. Almost. Almost, Almost 1 a.m. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> no, I. Physically, yeah, like, when it comes down to it, I don't have a type. Like, I've I've dated men, I've dated women, like, I don't have a type. I, I yeah. literally don't have a type. Yeah. It, but I have to like something about you, and, uh, I, you know, it just clicks sometimes, you know? Yeah. Like, there's some people that I really don't want it to be difficult, it needs to be yes. easy. God, yes. It needs to be easy. Like, and that's the thing. Like, I'm... We're way too fucking old to play games. Thank you. Way too I don't old. know what... You know, I've been talking to some people because I'm trying to get a consensus from people. A kind dating? of. Kind of, oh. yeah. Because In I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing. I've never never really dated I've always just been in relationships I just happened to fall into truly thinking about it I don't even understand I just fell into relationships it's like like <laughs> there was no dating involved <laughs> just fell. I just Here woke up I one am. day I woke up one day and I had a boyfriend I don't know how'd it happen <laughs> that's, that's just lucky <laughs> you know but there was like no dating involved so I have no idea what I'm doing so I've been, like, talking to people, and first of all, scares the shit out of me. Yeah, it's a scary fucking thing, especially right now. Especially right now. Yeah, man. And it's just, like, it doesn't seem like there's any reality in it. Everybody dates online now. 
everybody's on the apps. Like, I think you're the only person that I've heard of in the last year or so who's actually met anybody in person. Yeah. And that just happens to you on a regular basis. So it's just... (laughs) I have literally met every single person I've dated organically in person. I have attempted the apps. I really have. I gave it my best effort. I really did. I have... (laughs) You totally missed the... For the record, because you guys don't have a visual right now, <laughs> Brie totally missed the opening of her beer. <laughs> this is where we're at right now. I was paying attention to you, Dick. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Anyway. <laughs> so, oh, I, I gave the apps my, my best effort. I really did. I did a psych project on Tinder, so I was like, I'm not doing Tinder. But I tried Hinge. Did you? Did you I like did. Hinge? I like Hinge. Um, I like the way it's structured. I actually listened to a podcast about it. Like, it was a Girls Gotta Eat podcast, and they had the creator of Hinge on there, and I tried it. I legitimately gave it my my best shot, and I ended up, like, pausing it. So, Hinge actually has their own podcast now. Fun fact. I like that. Yeah. It, it's actually really pretty cool. good. I've listened to a couple episodes of it. Yeah. Just because uh, one of the podcasts that I listened to interviewed them. So. Yeah, like literally I, the logistics behind it and like the way that they created and structured the app, I think is really well done because they call it the app that's meant to be deleted. Like. Yeah. It's, it's the one where you like most likely if like, if you're looking for a relationship, if you're looking for something just not like shallow and superficial, that's where you're going to go. I've For heard, sure. I've heard that Hinge is more relationship-oriented. I've heard that Bumble's pretty good. Nobody likes Tinder. I don't know why anybody still uses that app. Tinder scares the shit out of me. I did it. You remember when I was 19, I was on Tinder for a little bit. Very, yeah. very short little bit. Tinder's scary. Yeah, it was not fun. I remember the one time I met up with somebody, it was... I used to carry weapons on me all the time. <laughs> <clears throat> Your little knife phase. Yeah, I used to carry a knife on me all the time, so I had a knife in my back pocket, and I met up with this dude, and the first thing he said to me was, is that in case I kill you? And I just looked at him, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Do I have to pull it out now? Is that in case I kill you? That's not going to make me feel safe. Okay, deal breaker number three. Guys that say, is that in case I kill you? (laughs) Deal breaker. <laughs> That's going to be a no from me. It's going to be a hard pass. <laughs> I'm going to go now. I'm See, go now. I didn't do that. Yeah, no, it has to be easy. It has to be. Yes. Like, across the board, I, I'm not playing games. I'm not fucking around. I, if I wanted to hook up, I will go through my fucking DMs and I'll find somebody. <laughs> I'll find someone. You're like, I promise you, there's someone there. Oh, I guarantee, I, today, I could find some. I does not fucking matter. I don't give a fuck. If that's what I wanted to do, I could. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. I'm, my time is, like I said, it's so fucking precious, and I don't have a whole lot of it. And who I exchange that energy with, we need to have a connection. Yes. Like, you need to be there. You need to be there mentally spiritually emotionally and then 
physically builds. It really does. Here's one that I never thought would matter to me. Yeah. They need to have a healthy, not not an overbearing, a healthy relationship with their mother. You yes. need to not hate your mom. You need to not love her too much either. Please don't be up her ass. All but right. there is a happy middle where you like her and she likes you and she's not a fucking bitch about people dating you. There's mm-hmm. a middle ground there. That's very important. It exists. And it does. It really does. There's a... You know, like, I like my trash TV, like, Bachelor and 90 Day Fiance. I'm totally that girl. My parents and I were watching 90 Day Fiance the other way. And it came on a commercial for a new TLC show called I Love a Mama's Boy. And, I mean, it is the most... No. It is the most inappropriate display of relationships of men with their mothers. And... My parents were cracking the fuck up. And they were like, do you want to watch that? And I'm like, I'm not manifesting that shit. No, thank you. <laughs> I think uh, I think my first boyfriend had an inter- like, an, an, uh, uh, too close relationship with his mother. I think him and his mom were too close. I think that that's probably still an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could kind of see that. I could kind of see that, for sure. She was real weird about me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Were you there when we got kicked out of the house because mm-hmm. I came over? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was. I yeah. was there. Yeah. There was six people that showed up to that house. And six people. Like, and she went, Brie can't be here. You all have to leave. You all have to leave. <laughs> you all have to leave. I've never talked to that woman before that day. Oh, that's, that wasn't that's after? That's the best part. That's the, that wasn't after she walked in on you guys? No, that never happened. They never did that. No, my mom went through my shit and found, like, condoms Oh, and stuff. that's what it was. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, but... And then she yeah, called his mom. She went to his house. That's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> my mom showed up to my ex's house and had a very long conversation with his mother. This is when I was, like, 16. Had a very long conversation with his mother about how we were having sex and drinking together. We weren't even drinking. We didn't even drink. <laughs> He didn't really drink. We didn't start drinking until after we broke up. <laughs> and then we would That's drink together in parking lots. <laughs> That's what drove us to drink. Yeah, we broke up and when we started hanging out as friends, that's when we started drinking together. Yeah. So, way to backfire, mom. <laughs> just... Anyway, back to the ideal man. Ugh, oh, the ideal man. Because he was not it. I'm he was you know. not it. No, <laughs> none of them were it. That's the thing. Because then they'd be here if they were. But they clearly didn't have the qualities we were looking for. But yeah, so going into dating, I was like, all right, I'm not going to go into these dates thinking I've, I'm looking for my person. Because I'm really not. Like, the chances of forming a connection, one, and like finding love, two, and like that person so rare and it happens so infrequently that it's just like I really need to treat all of these situations as if like they're going to have qualities that I want but they're not necessarily my person right and I really think that that mentality switch is really what like probably saved me a lot of like emotional sanity I guess when it came to like 
attempting dating, especially in 2020 right now, because COVID has just made everything so much more interesting when it comes to dating. <laughs> like, I just feel like there's just a lot more communication that happens through our phones now than anything, because, like, interacting in person is really weird. Yeah. Especially with social distancing and, like, things are starting to lighten up a little bit. We're still, like, masking. We're still socially distancing for the most part. But, like, things are still a little weird when it comes to dating. We're all still kind of, like, I don't know. Like, do you what? have it? Do you, <laughs> do you have it? In, like, it used to be herpes, but now it's COVID. Now it's COVID. <laughs> it's COVID. Oh, my God. It used to be herpes. <laughs> Oh, hey, you got you got the thing, man. Do you have the thing? Because I don't the want thing. the thing. I don't want the thing. <laughs> oh boy, I think honestly, I was at least lucky one time. I had one really good boyfriend to draw from. Yeah, you know. Um, he had a lot more good qualities than the others. How about that? Yes, yes. A lot more a lot more good qualities. We got along a lot better than most of my other relationships. Uh, I don't know. He was just, he was a good person. Yeah. Um, ended shitty, but he was a good person. And, you know, very family-oriented. Mm-hmm. Extremely, like, extremely family-oriented, but not in a weird, creepy way. And, you know, he could be a dick and sarcastic, and but never, I was never, like, offended. I could also be a bitch and have an attitude at times. Right, like, exactly. You know I mean? It was never, like, he never went too far. He never crossed that line. Yeah, and so exactly. I think that when I think about, when I think about, like, how I want to interact with people in a relationship, mm-hmm. I go back to that. Because the way, because he truly was my best friend, you know. And, uh... So I go back to that relationship and I think about how how we interacted with each other and how we had the weirdest jokes and we were just weird. We were just weird. I want to be weird with somebody. Yeah. I want to do weird cuz I do weird things a lot. I do weird things a lot. Yeah. Guys, I don't we think you understand. Do. No, we I'm... all do. <laughs> we <laughs> all <weirdo>. do. <laughs> like we it the the person that like you can be a full-on weirdo with and like they accept you mm-hmm. and love you more for it. Yeah. Oh, that's the <laughs> cutest shit ever. Such a sucker for that. So I think that's gonna be moved up on my list. I wanna be weird. You gotta be a hundred percent yourself and a hundred percent your personal brand of weird with them. But that's that mutual weirdness. Yeah. It's that mutual weirdness when it comes together. I think I think that that's just what it comes down to ultimately yeah. is that I just I want to I want somebody who's a good person. You know, cuz I don't think I'm a bad person. You're I don't not. think I'm a bad person. You're definitely not. So I want somebody who's a good person. Yeah, like actually has a good soul. Yeah. Like genuinely. You know, because I have so many friends. 
who are genuinely good people. So I know they exist in the world, right? They have to. They're out there somewhere. They, they are. Like, I, that's, it's high up on mine, too. It's just, like, have consideration and respect for me. Be good. Like, it is not outdated to be genuinely kind to somebody, especially somebody you like and care about, like, I am such a sucker for you showing you care about me. Oh my gosh, I will melt. And like, it doesn't take much. It doesn't. We're so easy. Like, you listen to me? Oh my gosh. Oh my god, you listen. <laughs> he listens. You remembered a thing. He listens. No, literally, I like, I was, I was telling somebody, I was like, coffee is my, coffee in bed is my love language. You hand me a cup of coffee. And you know that I take it black. Like, I'm, I'm so low maintenance, man. Like, I don't even need cream and sugar. You don't even and have shit. to put anything in the coffee. Just, you just got to put it in the cup. Just <laughs> hand me a cup of coffee in bed. Oh, oh, you got me. You got me so fast. Like, sold. What kind of other shit does your ideal man do for you? What does my... He makes you coffee in bed. And what else? He makes you coffee in bed. <laughs> I think especially with how you and I are I think you and I have great sex lives oh, in yeah. store in store like we're both very that's gonna be really important it's gotta is, be it's, good it's, it, it really does like I'm not saying I'm like Cardi B and you need to have like you need to be hitting the floor but like <laughs> Can I just say, one of my biggest fears in the divorce is that my sex life with my ex mm-hmm. was truly the only thing we never had an issue with. It was fantastic. Yeah. All the time. And I'm really scared that I'm not gonna find that again. You will. You know, like, the whole... I mean, how often do you hear a woman go, oh, yeah, but, you know, chicks don't get to come or whatever, right? Oh, God, yeah, no, that's that not okay. That sounds like a nightmare. I want no part of that. Then you don't sleep with I somebody I come every who... time. Yeah. That is a rule. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is a rule. No, but, like, that's the thing. It's like... You make that an obligation and a priority that you don't sleep with somebody that doesn't take care of you. But how do you know until you sleep with them? It kind of comes down to making that connection established first because it'll 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 happen if they care enough. Like that's the thing. Like they'll make it happen if they care enough. And honestly, you will probably be more than likely predisposed to coming if you have more of a connection built with that person too. Just saying. Huh. Just saying. That's true. Because especially with women, it's a lot of mental. It is 100% mental. What are you talking about? a lot of mental there. There's a lot of like, (laughs) if I'm not there in the mindset, it's not happening. It is straight up not happening. You know what? And it doesn't even matter how big the dick is. Sometimes, if I'm just not in the headspace, it's like... That's what I was saying. I just can't. I don't don't feel anything. By the way, (laughs) this this is a public service announcement. Having a big dick does not mean you're automatically good at sex. Oh, God, no. God, no. It does not. It does not. No, stop bragging about your dick size. No one cares about your dick size. 
I'm kind of like actually more terrified more often than not because I'm just like, where are your exes buried? What do you want me to do with that? Right? Like, like that just seems painful and uncomfortable. Thank and not you. fun at all. Oh, am I going to relose my virginity tonight? That sounds fun. <laughs> that was really fun the first time. Let me just do it again. Let's <laughs> do it again. Oh my god. <laughs> it's not the size of the wand, gentlemen. It's the magic that it wields. <laughs> okay? Okay? I'm telling you, like, it really hits different when you care. I'm not yeah. saying, like, you you can't have sex without feelings. We're talking sure. about our ideal person, though. Yeah. It hits different when you care. Yeah. Oh, it's just so much better when you care. Sex is so important. Oh, it's so it's important. It's so important. I don't understand, like, relationships where, like, people are not having sex with each other that on happened. a regular basis. That literally happened, like, last eight months of my relationship. Oh, my God. Eight months. No. N- no. I, I, okay, I'm sorry, but, like, at the end of the day, if you are constantly screaming at me... No, I will dry up faster than the Sahara Desert. Oh, yeah. Well, you have more self-respect than I do. <laughs> so <laughs> You literally just, like, belittled me for ten minutes. You really want me... Now, now you just expect me to just be ready for you? No. Fuck you. Yeah, but at the same time... Literally go fuck yourself. Totally justified. Yeah. Totally justified in your reasoning. I'm not blaming you at all. I'm just saying... What kind of relationship is that? To me, a oh, relationship where you're not having sex is you're basically just roommates. Like, that's yeah. bullshit. It is. That's bullshit. I'm it like, is. dude, at three weeks, I'm losing my mind. I'm okay? losing my mind. <laughs> losing my mind. It's been rough recently. Okay, Chelsea? <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I know, babe. I fucking know. And I mean, like... The thing is, like, people are like, oh, you're single, like, you can, like, go around, be with whomever you want, and it's just like, this is the most irregular amount of dick that you get, is when you're single. Right. You don't have the regular dick anymore, like... Right, you gotta go find new dick. And and that's the thing, that's scary. That's scary as fuck. That, yeah, that's scary, and also, I'm so not in a place to be talking to men... I can't no, even we say have men. To, we have to we have to go back to the talking phase now. We're just talking. Like I'm we're just talking. like I'm so I'm so sick of this shit. Are we dating? Are we in a really just like just say we're dating. We're 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 adults. Just say we're dating. We're not talking. We're dating. Like we're talking. Oh my god. That's what you do when you're 17. 17 and you have no money. You, you talk. Like, you talk. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz your parents are paying for your phone bill. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, we're just talking. It's like, just just say we're dating. Like, chill out. Like, just say we're dating. We're going on dates. That's what the definition of dating is. Being in a relationship exclusively is something different than dating. I just want to point that out now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god. What about lifestyle? What does your ideal man have as far as his lifestyle goes? He wants to travel. That's a big one for both of us. Number one. Because I fucking married somebody who won't even drive to California, okay? So. That's an issue. Like, 
oh gosh, you have to be, you have to want to explore this whole fucking planet with me, this whole fucking galaxy with yeah, me. Yeah, dude, like, I had, before, before I got married, I had this plan. I was going to go, and I was going to travel to all these different countries, and I was going to get a tattoo in every country that I went to. Yes. And it was going to be, like, all on one leg, and it was going to be, like, my passport leg. Yeah. I was so hyped about this, you know? And then I got married, and it was just kind of like, oh, that's that's an issue that's a deal breaker if you don't travel if you don't want to travel if you don't want to explore yeah man i hate vegas a lot okay a lot and i'm stuck here i'm here here i am this is where i am Mm -hmm. i need to see other places fucking when i spent what did i spend i spent a week in seattle and a week in texas Mm -hmm. a few years whatever six years back or whatever yeah i loved it oh my god first of all seattle is a perfect city i i know i lived there for four years of my life i love seattle but it was just like i've never been there before and it was seeing all the new stuff and going wherever i wanted traveling as an adult like i never i never imagined that traveling as an adult would be like that you know so much fun now, exploring new places is such a great thing. I I will take it one step further and not just, like, going to explore, but actually, like, divulging in the culture and the customs themselves. Like, I don't just want to go to Bali. Like, I want to meditate in Bali tantrically. Oh, and, yeah. Like, I don't just want to visit Thailand. I want to work in an elephant sanctuary there. I want to spend months there like I don't just want to like go to go to a place to say that I've been there I want to actually experience it and my family was so good about integrating that into us at such a young age like you don't just go to a place to say that you've been to a place you go there you spend time there you you experience it you experience it you learn about everything there you don't just go to the touristy parts of it you go to the parts of it that are downtrodden and Mm -hmm. the black markets and where you have to pay two pesos to get into the bathroom for a piece of toilet paper that you're handed, that's where it's real. You don't just get to experience the good, you experience all of it. You get what it's like to live there. And they they put, they put, integrated that into us, my brother and I, so deeply from such a young age. Like, And it's funny because my brother, fear of flying. In this really? family, he is terrified it is a number one phobia he is literally a big man he has prescribed (laughs) xanax for flying wow i am not even kidding you this kid has to take an aggressive amount of xanax i would have never guessed he's a very chill person that's surprising super chill person not when it comes to traveling interesting he literally has panic attacks wow Mm -hmm. i would have never guessed no oh poor little guy it's like it's such a control thing with him like I get it. I mean, planes are not safe. I don't have that problem. I'm on a plane. I'm asleep before takeoff. But Oh, I'm awake, but... Oh, it depends. Something about the, the turbulence puts me to sleep instantly. I can't even fight it. You're just I can't, like, I've it? tried fighting it, and I can't. <laughs> oh, you're no fun on planes. <laughs> no, I, I literally... It was when I was flying from Seattle to Texas, so it was quite quite that's a big a good, flight. Yeah, that's you know. like a four and a half hour flight at least. Yeah, it was a significant flight. I was literally asleep before takeoff. Like literally, as soon as the wheels started moving, I was out. Like just that feeling, 
Yeah. That shaking. I something Did your parents about drive it. you around in your no car? No idea. I have no idea. You should ask, like, how they put you to sleep when you were a kid. I literally slept the entire way. I woke up at the gate. Yeah, no, like, I would, like, you should ask your parents how, like, they, like, put you to sleep when you were a kid, because, like, I guarantee you, like, a car or, like, some motion was probably involved. Probably. That would make sense why you fall asleep so instantaneously when you're on a plane. Maybe. Or maybe I just thrive in chaos and turbulence. Ha! (laughs) That's a habit you need to break. That's a habit. Man, you went serious. Got all serious. Got all serious. Think. (laughs) Oh, you guys made me think. (laughs) Um, yeah. So travel. Travel's big. Solid job. Have your shit together with your job. I would personally prefer to be with somebody who is in healthcare because I think. They understand. Yeah, it's, it's and that's a, specific... a, that's a lifestyle thing, which is why I'm glad you're bringing this up during this topic. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it makes sense. Like, lifestyles have to match up. They have to understand your trials and tribulations with your job, your schedule. Yeah. Your hours in particular when it comes to your schedule, because 12 on, 12 off for four days straight, that's rough, man. Yeah. That's a reverse, like, that's sleeping schedules that are changed around, like. Yeah, the, that's, and that's the main issue is switching between night and day. It's, mm-hmm. it's hard. Um, Especially with a kid. Yeah. When it comes to, you know, like, my first day off and I've got to teach school, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Parenting is actually a really good one. Would you be okay if they had a kid also? You know what? I don't know. I, um, up until a couple weeks ago, I was... I had said I would never date anybody that had a child that had a child ever again um, because I get attached and I don't ever want to feel like that'll be taken away from me again. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't want to rule it out completely. I said that to a friend of mine and they were like, um, that's a bullshit lie. I was like, okay. Okay, I a, then. I feel attacked. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, man. And so, yeah, I mean, it kind of got me thinking. And I don't want to completely rule it out, but I would say probably not. Just because of my attachment. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think it would be a deal breaker for me if they were to have a child. Like, that's not... It's not a deal breaker for me. And it would just be something you would have to go into it knowing at some point in time, you might never see that child again. That's scary as fuck. And that's, I don't ever want to feel like that again. Yeah. You know, it's absolute torture to feel like that. Yeah. Um, So I don't know. I mean, I don't want to rule it out, but I'd say... I'd be very cautious. Oh, I would I mean, be very cautious about dating somebody with a kid. Especially because that's the thing. It's not just like, it's not just a kid. It's like, okay, what's your relationship now with the mother of this child? Right. That's Slash another children. thing. See, and this is where we are going to get to the part where 
Brie's never going to date anybody because everybody's going to run away screaming because of her living situation and her family situation. And I've been told this by a couple people now. And uh, I just... I think that because I do have a child. I do have a child and the child is not biologically mine. Mm-hmm. But I've been raising him for his entire life. I'm the only mother he's ever known. Mm-hmm. He has no idea that the biological mother even exists. Mm-hmm. He has no idea that I'm not his mom. Mm-hmm. He is my child. Mm-hmm. And I just want to make that very clear. Okay? So, I have a child. I have an ex-husband. Almost. Mm-hmm. Soon uh, to be. Soon to be. I have you know, this really complicated situation. And I think explaining the, the situation is going to probably make a lot of people run away. Yeah. Well, it'll make the faint of heart. It'll make the faint of heart run away. Like, the people that are not well-equipped to handle your particular brand of what you've got loaded on your plate, yeah, they're gonna run screaming for the hills. So will the people that have, that will like look at my baggage and shit and be like, yeah, no, mm-mm, thank you, next. Like, we're not for the faint of heart. We've been through way too much life. The stronger and more intelligent that we are, the more shit that's gonna get loaded on our plates. And babe, you and I, we've been handed a lot already. And that's the thing, like... At some point, the good karma's gotta kick in, right? Oh, it'll kick in. (laughs) It it, it kicks in. It really does. It comes shining through. Mama karma's always got our back. But... I really do think that, like... You and I require patience. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And our person has to be patient. Definitely. Patience and understanding, but that comes with emotional intelligence. Like, it really does. It comes with a level of understanding of what life is able to deal people. And, like, the fact of the matter is we've been through a lot more adult situations in our young lives than a lot of adults have. And I feel very privileged for that because I... I'm so much more aware and understanding of things that I know whomever I end up with, my person, is going to be so thankful for what I went through because of the amount of patience and consideration I will have for them. I think you're totally right. Whoever either of us ends up with has to be very, very patient Mm -hmm. because... We both have had pretty traumatizing pasts, mm-hmm. you know, so that's a level of patience. But also, we're both very annoying people. I don't know <laughs> if you know this, but we are annoying. <laughs> oh, my God. What's my annoying trait? Tell me now. Tell me my... Oh, God. What's your annoying trait? What's like, your annoying most tra- annoying trait. What's my most annoying trait? Tell our listeners. Oh, my God. I don't even... I don't even know. I can't even think of anything right now. Mm-hmm. I th- I think maybe... I don't know. Sometimes you're too positive. I'm too positive. <laughs> you're, just, 
You're such a bright bitch, You're Chelsea. You're so fucking happy. I hate you. God damn it. You're fucking bright ass bitch. <laughs> I am. I'm a silver lining. I don't know. Scout What's my most sure. annoying quality? I think your self-deprecation. It's it's Probably. just really just how you shit on it's yourself. It's a lot. Sometimes. It's a lot. It's just it's so And ever painful. since we did that episode, I really I realized that I do I say things a lot. Yeah. It's just it's so painful because of how much I care about you. Like that's the only thing I would ever even call annoying about you, quote unquote. And annoying is the wrong word. It's it's just more painful than anything because it's just like I don't see you that way, bro. Like Yeah. I don't know. I'm working on it. I know. We're all works in progress. Self-awareness, self-acceptance. That's the thing. Matching energy. Matching yes. the effort. Yes, matching effort. Oh. Effort. Oh, my God. Oh. Effort. Oh. Do something, men. Do something. Do something. Oh. Do something. Do, so- do something 2020. <laughs> the fucking... I'm so... Nike. Just do it. Just, just do it. Just do it, yeah. What's it? I don't know. Something. Anything. Do anything. I was, I was having this conversation with my coworker. I'm like, mm-mm. Match his energy. You match exactly what he is, like, you dish exactly what he's been reciprocating, because that is not okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to have the self-respect to realize they are not giving you 100% of themselves and you got to walk away from that because you deserve 100%. You do. And that's the thing. Like, no, I'm not saying they have to give you 100% of their time, their energy, their everything. No, God, I'm no. saying they have to give you 100% of their respect and consideration, though. And they have to be 100% into the relationship. Yes. Yes. Oh, there is somebody no, that actually likes you. There is no one foot in, one foot out. Oh my God, what? Be with somebody that actually likes you for who you are. What? What? Yeah. What does that mean? People yeah. like people? Yeah. Like, I don't like this whole thing, this whole trend where people are like shitting on their significant others i'm just like dude they're your significant other you're supposed to like being with them more than anybody that's the whole point what is significant what is this absolute fucking bullshit where people think that you have to be against the other person in your relationship they are not against you they're supposed to be your partner communicate it is you and them versus the problem not you versus them right the problem is a thing in between you and you guys tackle it together. Right. If you try to attack the other person without solving the problem, that does nothing because the problem's still there. And then Just, another uh, problem occurs. And then another problem occurs. Communication. Communication. Oh, communication is communication. so key. I think, and that's the thing, like, you don't have to talk to me all day. I'm not going to be available all day. No. Check in. I like the little check-ins. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Every man, once in a while. Hey, how's your day going? Hey. It's okay. Thinking of you. Just, yeah. What's up? Like, miss your face. Look at this funny-ass meme. Like. <laughs> it really, it's not. It's not fucking hard, it's guys. It's not hard. It's, it's not, not Guys and girls, this is not difficult. Showing you care. I know it's a vulnerability thing, and we're, like, afraid of, like, getting hurt because we've all been there we've all been fucking hurt as shit but like 
that risk that you take like man what if I fall it's like yeah but what if you fly that was the cheesiest thing it's so fucking <laughs> cheesy it's so fucking cheesy like yeah like you could totally fucking fall on your face you totally could but man if you take that risk and it just goes well and it like I don't know you okay over there, Chelsea? I'm fine. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> What's another trait in your ideal man, Brie? Hmm. I kind of want somebody who can cook. I think that would be fun for a change. <laughs> I literally, I, <laughs> I like, I hate cooking. <laughs> See, I really like cooking, but it would be nice to not have to do it every day. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like somebody that shares the responsibility. Yes, sharing responsibility, that's important. But also somebody who knows how to cook. Because yeah. I uh, had to explain a couple weeks ago how to zest a lemon, so. Shut the fuck I'm up. I'm not kidding. So, like, I'll get into these, like, I hate cooking. Like, I just, I hate, like, the regularity of it. Like, I don't want to have to make every single meal, especially if it's just for me. Right. Oh, fuck. I hate cooking. I will literally, I'd rather order, take out. I would rather go out to eat. I just, I fucking hate it. If I was, like, that's my one least favorite domestic, like, thing to do. I will rather clean, do laundry, organize. I would rather paint the fucking garage. Please don't make me cook. Please don't ask me to. I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it so much. But every once in a while, I'll get in this like weird mood where I'm just like, I'm just gonna whip something up and here's steak and lobster. Like I will fucking do it. Like I'm I'm a pro at this shit. I know how to fucking make everything. I really do. I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. I really do. Don't ask me to do it. I will resent you so much. Like if I if I was if I love to cook, I would be perfect. I really enjoy cooking. There's been many days where I've just started cooking, not because it's time to eat anything. Like I won't even eat the food sometimes. I'll just cook and like put it in the fridge and be like, okay. But it's just like it makes me feel good. And I like cooking. I do. But I mean there are times where I don't feel like fucking cooking dinner. Mm Mm-hmm. And on those days, I'd like it if the other person knew how to do more than make mac and cheese. That's it? Just mac and cheese? I mean, there's chicken, too. You could make chicken. What kind of chicken? Chicken. Seasoning on it. Oh, okay. Just chicken. Just chicken? Just chicken. At least it's not chicken fingers. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I'm just like... if If you said chicken fingers and mac and cheese... You married a 12-year-old. <laughs> uh, that was pretty much his diet when I met him. That and monsters and cigarettes. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Ooh, they both were chain smokers when we met them. Yeah. But so was I. That's true. Ah, you, did, were you? Uh, I thought it was like I more of a social a, thing. Yeah, I wouldn't call myself a chain smoker, but I smoked. You didn't even smoke a pack a day, dude. No, it was like half a pack a day. Yeah. But my ex was three. Yeah, I don't know how you have time to do anything else with that. It's just... He barely had time to... He, no, he literally... He would just be on the phone all the time smoking cigarettes. Like, it was just one after the other. Dude, like, when I... Really... 
there was it just a smells lot so of... bad. Now that I don't smoke anymore, it just smells. He never so smoked indoors. Bad. Yeah, never... but it's like on him. Oh, constantly, you know? constantly. Although and... I did used to get a lot of compliments when I smoked. I would go into the hospital on all the patients who uh, obviously smoked because mm-hmm. there's no way you think cigarette smoke smells good. Yeah. Uh, we're always like, "Oh, you smell so good. What? What is that? Are you wearing perfume?" And I'd be like, "It's soap and cigarettes." It's soap and cigarettes, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> Sandalwood and tobacco. That's fucking... You smell so good, what is it? Cancer. <laughs> it's a fucking cancer. Sorry, that was really... Cancer. That was a really bad joke, sorry guys. Ooh, <laughs> nah, it was funny, I liked it. <laughs> Remember, we warned oh, them the first episode. You have to be funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, like, I'm funny, you know? So, like, you, you don't, don't worry have to, about being the funny one, because I'll probably be the funny one. It's okay. But, man, you got to make me laugh. You got to understand my sense of humor for sure. Like. Yeah. Like, it That's just, so important. Like, the inside jokes thing and, like, the, just, like, having the same sense of humor across the board with like movies and tv shows and shit oh my too, god yeah that is so important because so if, like, important if you don't find what the are same you gonna shit, do if you don't find the same shit funny like you won't find the same jokes and tvs and movie shows and, and movies funny right at all. and what are you gonna do you're gonna sit on the couch and what in silence one, one of you is gonna be on the phone and the other one's gonna be watching tv what the fuck that's not quality time. No, that's the end of the relationship. Exactly. That's the end. That's what the end of the relationship looks like. <laughs> One of you is on the phone, the other is watching the show. Like, that's literally what it looks like. Yeah, like, you have to like the same shit. You definitely have to, like, bond over the same shit, for sure. Have common interests. But not all common not interests. Not all common. Like, I'm not, so, like, you don't have to be on the same trajectory that I'm at. You don't have to have the same goals, but you need to be motivated by something. And, like, what we bond over, like, whether it's, like, good food, good travel, good music, like, we have to have things that we bond over for sure. But, like, it's a lifestyle thing. It is. Like, my... I'm going to reveal my favorite, like, psychological question that I like to ask on a date, and I've told you this question before... And it just paints the perfect picture for me of whether or not you and I are going to work out. And it is one simple question. What does your ideal Sunday look like? Yeah. You have asked me that before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have. I, I love It's one of my favorite questions to ask people. And I'm saying start to finish. In your ideal world, everything is figured out wherever you're, wherever you're at. What is your ideal Sunday? And tell me your ideal Sunday, Brie. Tell our listeners your ideal Sunday for your lifestyle purposes. What's your ideal Sunday? Oh, my goodness. Okay, my ideal Sunday, I guess. Start to finish. I wake up no earlier than 9, first of all. No earlier than 9 No earlier than (laughs) 9. And I make some coffee. Yeah. And then, you Like know. the dog that's, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Coffee. <laughs> Squirrel. Squirrel. Coffee. Make some coffee, you know, 
just kind of hang out, maybe read a little bit or something, go on a walk with Marcus. Yeah. You know, come home, cook some dinner. I don't know, just relax. I just it's a very easygoing Sunday. Yeah, I just want to spend time with the people that I love. That's a very yes. And have coffee because coffee is very important. Coffee is so important. Coffee is so important. Coffee is a love language. It really is. It really is. That and that that's why I love asking this question because like that in and of itself tells me so much about you. It tells me that the people in your life that you care about are most important to you. It tells me that you're very easygoing and that you feel you are your best self when you are relaxed. Am I wrong? No. It's a really great question, right? Hmm. It's a really and it's also a really good peek into somebody's lifestyle because what if somebody's ideal lifestyle was like, oh, waking up, hungover. Um, do Grab a bump a of coke. Yeah, like, <laughs> like what? Like, that's, what is that? like, I'm sorry. Do you live in a frat? Are you 22? What are you doing? That, that is literally that is some people's ideal Sundays. And it's are like, you kidding? Have you actually gotten answers like that? I have gotten similar answers to that. What? I'm not. I'm not even kidding. It's like waking up because I'm hungover. Like, and I'm just like, this is a great start already. Because oh I'm God. just like, my ideal Sunday. I am not waking up hungover. Man, I'm not hungover. I just want to sleep in. <laughs> like, that's the worst way to start a Sunday. I would just like hungover. a guaranteed like. 10 hours of sleep. That'd be sweet. Like, I think you that wake up nice. feeling like shit. That's your ideal <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> well, you were setting the bar real high, bro. I like how my ideal Sunday started on Saturday night. Right? Ideal 10 hours of sleep. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm already stressed out for you. Like, what are you talking about? Wake up, hungover, do a bump of coke. What? Like, what? I'm sorry. It's like, well, I like had a long night, I'm assuming. So it's just like, this is, you wake up feeling like shit on your ideal side. This is a horrible way to start. I literally, I you was. Wi- I'm not even kidding you. This is an, ex- like, the, I am telling you, this is an actual response I got. You know what? I feel like I can guess which man this was. Yep. We also. all know. We all know. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, you know. I was just like, that's oh, a lot. No. That's exhausting. But oh, no. no, like, so my ideal Sunday, wake up, no alarm. Doesn't matter what time to me. Doesn't matter. But it's somewhere early enough to get around to morning sex in. Morning sex oh, is yeah. the best. Yeah. It really is. I like how I'm single in my... Sunday. Did you notice that? I'm single in my Sunday? I actually did. I actually did notice that because that's the thing. Like That just occurred to me. Yeah, but you know what? That's your ideal Sunday right now. It's just you and Marcus. Interesting. Anyway, so you're you're having sex. You're having sex. I'm having sex. (laughs) And then um, afterwards, I'm handed a cup of coffee in bed. Perfect. Mm -hmm. And then we discuss brunch plans. Obviously, brunch happens. Bottomless mimosas. Nap after brunch. Nap. Nap after brunch because, oh, that hits different. And then wake up. And the rest of the night is spent, like, centered around some sporting event. 
or other with friends and family. Very cool. Yeah. It's like, it's got a little bit of fun. Like maybe will there'll be like some kind of an activity in place of the nap. Like we'll go out to a beach if we live by a beach or uh, four wheeling out in the desert. Oh man. Or we'll go hiking or we'll go or we'll take a nap. Like that's the thing. Like, nap or some outdoorsy activity and then friends and family surrounded by a sporting event like that's my ideal Sunday so my next thing that I think is very important yes different interests yes not only because you need to have your own life because that's important but also Because it'll help you grow as a person. If the person that you're with is into things that you've never really experienced before, that means that you're going to be exposed to things that you haven't been before. Maybe that's your new favorite fucking thing. You're going to grow as a person. Yeah. They they challenge you. And that's the that's one of the biggest things for me is I I don't really require people to have all that much in common with me because I like seeing new things. Mhm. You know? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I dated a guy who played Yu-Gi-Oh for a year, so what do I know? <laughs> yeah, no. Like, I, I get that. Like, having different interests, though, enough differences to keep things interesting. Yeah. To help you grow. Just enough that there's, like, some variety in your life. Yeah. You know? Add the little spice. Yeah. Add a little spice here and there. <laughs> yeah, no. That's for sure. Ooh hygiene (laughs) like oh my god why did i not think of that hygiene is so okay please own body wash yeah which is a problem i've had in the past brush your teeth brush your teeth that's also important i remember the body wash thing being a thing oh my god i was so angry about the body wash how do you not own body wash well i have dial are you fucking kidding me Like this man washed his body with dial hand soap. He said it's antibacterial. <laughs> it's antibacterial. I can't even tell you how many I double face palmed. I can't even tell you how many times I had to steal his sister's body wash. Mind you, he was 24 mm-hmm. at the time. This is not, like, one of my first boyfriends. This is not a teenager. He was 24 and did not own body wash. Yeah... Yeah. Yeah, and then he wondered why I didn't want everyone to suck his dick. That's real. Like, I'm sorry, but you're dirty. I don't want to touch you. That's real. That's real. Because it's like, honestly, if your room's a mess, I'm probably not going to want to have sex with you either. If you keep your room in this state, how do you keep your body in check? (laughs) I'm just saying. I don't know. I mean, my room can get pretty ugly sometimes. But can you clean? Can I clean? Yeah. Yeah. 
that's the thing. Like, I also attribute it to the fact that you are so much on your plate that that's, that's like true. one I'm... of the last priorities is like making sure that your floor is visibly tidy. Like, yeah, can it be and done? It's like... no. When you do it though, it's amazing. It's immaculate. Everything is in its place. Yeah, it's like my laundry doesn't ever get put in my. Well, not a, not ever. Like, once a month, I'll do my laundry and put it in the fucking dresser or whatever. But other yeah. than that, it'll just stay in the basket. But, like, other than that, I'm not really that bad. I think your OCD levels have to match. Like... Yes. Because everybody has OCD Your tendencies. level of cleanliness has to be the same. Yes. Like... Either that, or you gotta have one person that makes that's you hella better. OCD that doesn't mind. Yeah. <laughs> or that makes you better. Like... Yeah. Keeps it, it, you keep each other in check. Like, that's the thing. Like, having each other, like, have OCD tendencies, it'll work. As long as they, they match and they balance each other out. Yeah. Because if you have differing OCD tendencies, if that's a point of contention. Do you have any uh, lighter deal breakers? Anything that a man's done that you're like, <laughs> The fuck out of my place. Uh, I mean, like, do we need to bring up the corkscrew? Like, oh no! <laughs> do we? I forgot all about the corkscrew. The corkscrew. I will make you leave my place if you don't fuck me right. <laughs> I will make you leave. I will. I've fucking done that before too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will make you leave. Like. No, I'm sorry. We're done here. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I made him leave twice. Once to go get condoms. The second time because I was just done. I was like, this isn't... Who's, who said this felt good? Everybody. They're lying to you. <laughs> what? Oh, this this hurts. Just in case you guys can't figure out what the corkscrew is, it's exactly what it sounds like. He moved his pelvis in the direction of a corkscrew. That's not comfortable. While entering me. That's not com- While ent- I thought he was already in there. Like, like, he was in there, but he would like to pull all- almost all the way out. And it was horrible. It- that's why. That's why it was painful. That's why it got painful. Like, more painful as it pro- I'm like, and I grabbed him. I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, I've told a man, I'm like mid. I'm, we're done. Yeah. We're, I'm. Mid? First of all, <laughs> yes, yeah. mid, yes. First of all, one of the times was because it was like two hours. And I looked at him and I was like, bro, I can't take anymore. I'm done. I'm so done. I'm sorry for I'm you. Raw. I'm sorry for you. I'm but sorry this sounds like you. a personal problem. <laughs> I'm I, sorry for I am you. dying over here. Okay? I'm raw. <laughs> like. Anyway, do we have anything else to add? Um, did we did we depict our ideal man? I guess. Like yeah. I mean, I guess we kind of did. We went through lifestyle, kind of physical appearance. I mean, I guess neither of us really care about that. We don't have a type. Like, no. We don't have a type. I was like, I guess tall. I don't know. I like eyes. Eyes. Eyes? Eyes. Like what kind of eyes? Colored eyes. You like colored eyes? I like colored eyes. I'm such a sucker for brown eyes. Are you? Mm-hmm. I got colored eyes. I don't got to worry about it. I've only ever dated one man with colored eyes, but real sucker for it. Oh, like, I mean, they're beautiful, but it's like, I don't know, there's, there's like, I'm, yeah, I don't know, I'm kind of a sucker for brown eyes, but yeah, like, I guess 
comes down to it, I really don't care about the physical traits because it's like that attraction is going to build. Yeah. Like when I like you legitimately, oh. Oh. Veins. I have weird attractions to veins. <laughs> Where? No, no, on your on their arms. Okay. On their arms. Where? <laughs> no, like arm and hand veins. So they super hot. So they gotta work out. Essentially, is what no, you're saying. No, you don't need to work out to have veins. You need oh. to be well hydrated. Oh yeah. They do. <laughs> that's that's your inner fucking artsy. It's just like, <laughs> are you a good stick? Are you a good? Stick? Are you a good stick? <laughs> oh my god. Damn boy, you hydrated. <laughs> Give me them forearms. <laughs> oh. Has to be able to pick me up. Oh, that's cute. A hundred percent you have to pick me up if you don't have the strength to pick me up. I don't weigh that much. I mean, if you don't have the strength to pick me up, there's a problem. Pick you up like Patrick Swayze or like pick you up like toss you around. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. The answer yes. is yes. Yes. The answer is yes. All of the above. <laughs> Would you be with somebody that is more vanilla in the bedroom? Mm, I don't know. I will say there's been a lot of things that I've had to suppress throughout pretty much my entire sexual, like, life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of things that I'm into that, like, Somebody will try once and be like, nah. <laughs> like, I like a lot of weird things. I don't know. I'll try anything once. Yeah. I, I, I like to say <laughs> I'll try anything twice because the first time is, like, impulsive and the second time True. is, like, the really True. The first time is always going to suck no matter what. It's yeah. Like, first time is kind of impulsive. Second time is like, all right, I'm really making this decision yeah. now. <laughs> you know, like, I'll try anything. I'm open to anything. It's just a matter of how I feel in that moment or whatever. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that I'm into that other people are definitely not commonly into. What is, what, can you name no. one? Nope. Nope. Really? We not will not get one? it. Not in this one. We're going to have a sex episode and we'll talk about it. Yes, we will have a sex episode, but no, not this one. (laughs) Um, I I, I could not be with somebody vanilla. Yeah, no, it would just seem uh, monotonous to me, I think. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, like, Mm. just, nope, 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 just, uh, I don't have this booty for nothing. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's just, like, the way that... I'm a very sexual person. I really am, like... Yeah. And having sex with me... I will say, I'm really bad at talking dirty. Unless I'm playing a part. Okay. I gotta gotta have a persona. Or else I've got nothing to say. (laughs) You gotta have a persona? Yes. Okay. Um... And, like... So I'm dirty in other ways because I can't talk mm-hmm. during sex because I Words. sound like an idiot. Words. Honestly, I just nothing I say sounds sexy. <laughs> so I, I just know. try not I, to like, talk. I've gotten at all. better about it over the years. Like the <laughs> shit that comes out of my mouth now, I'm like, damn, Chelsea, that was filthy. <laughs> like, so I'm dirty in all the other ways. 
Hey. Yeah, no, I couldn't be with somebody. Having having a good sex life is so important. It's so top notch. Yeah, truly. Because I think it's just like we both have had bad sex lives before. Yeah, before. Yeah, like we know what it's like to experience a bad sex life. I think we both know what it's like to experience dry spells. Yeah. In relationships and like, that's just not okay. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. Sex it, is so important to a relationship. It really is. And even for those that identify as asexual, it's still, like, an important part of a relationship. Right. Because it's the lack of it. Like, you have to seek intimacy in different ways. Yeah. So, like, regardless whether it's existing or not, it's still an important part of a relationship and something that needs to be communicated and talked about. And communication about sex is super big. Communication about sex, you think? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever talked about sex. Really? Yeah. It just kind of happens. I mean, no, obviously it just <laughs> happened, but like... No, I don't think I've ever had, like... I don't think I've ever sat down with somebody and been like, yeah, so this is what I like, this is what I'm comfortable with, this is what I'm not. Really? I don't think we've... No. Never, never had, like a like, a talk with, like, your significant other about, like... Yeah, like, like it just, like, comes up in, like, some way, shape, or form, and it's not like it's, like, sitting down and it's like, all right, let's talk about sex. Like, it doesn't come like that. Well, yeah, like, no, but, yeah, no, I don't think I've ever... No. Yeah. I've, like, there have I've been, had... like, guy, like, guys in the past have asked me, like, what are you into? And I'll tell them that, but never, like, boundaries or... Boundaries are important. Safe words or anything <laughs> like that. Yeah, like, they are important for sure. I think talking about sex and, like, having just, like, mutual consent and understanding across the board because it's, like, yeah, you might be into all of those things, but what about if he's not? Like, like there's, <laughs> like, sometimes there's just an unspoken, like, oh, this is happening. Like, yeah, for sure. But I think beyond that, when it starts to get into the, the territory of like of like kinky shit yeah okay yes that's what i mean okay like, i understand that i've never personally had that conversation it's always just kind of happened but yes i understand what you're saying yeah, yeah. i just think like when you're expanding beyond like missionary <laughs> like just like checking in with a person is important i think so for sure like I think okay now that i understand more what you're saying i think that my version of that has been like Hey, let's do this. How do you feel about this? And then, like, whatever their reaction is, either they're going to be excited about it or they're not going to be enthusiastic about it. And if they're not enthusiastic about it, all right, we don't got to do it. It's fine. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do it if you're not going to be into it. Yeah. That's not fun. And <laughs> that's key. That's key right there. It's like, uh, I don't want to do anything that, like, you feel like you have to do because I want you to. Right. Like, can we find a compromise here? Mm-hmm. That's important, too. Absolutely. I don't know. Understanding boundaries. Yes. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one for sure. But I think... I think we've mapped out a good... Yeah, I think we made a good man here. We made a good man. <laughs> we'll see if he exists. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. I'm sorry, I'm bitter. He 
doesn't. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not really that bitter. I'm just, eh. You're just in that. You're in. Men just kind of transitional suck right phase. Now. They just kind of suck right now. Men do suck right now. I know. I get that. <sighs> no offense, men. I don't hate you. I'm sorry. We don't. I don't hate you. I actually I Can't like men a lot. You. I love Can't. men. I love men are men. great. Boys are so cute. <laughs> boys are so cute. When boys have crushes on girls too, and they do things. Like, that's just like, oh, God, boys are so cute sometimes. I can't. I can't. Uh, all right. Well, this episode is over an hour and a half long, so I think we're uh, done. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's like 2 a.m. I'm sorry, guys. I hope that you enjoyed this as much as we did. We had a lot of fun with we it. We had a lot so. of fun. A little impromptu, fun, little, still good. We still tied it into mental health. Go us. Yeah. What's Go up? Us. Killing it over here. Go us. Uh, subscribe. <laughs> yeah, subscribe. Uh, we have that email, guys. MessyMindsPodcast at Yahoo.com. It'll be in the description also. And, you know, talk to us. Tell We're us what fun. you want to hear about. We're a fun time. My we dad says time. so. <laughs> My mom tells me I'm pretty. True story. <laughs> True story. All right. Well, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening again. Good night. And we'll see you next time. Bye.